Disclaimer, all music streamed on this podcast is protected by Section 108 of the U.S. Copyright Act which states that copyrighted work reproduced for purposes of criticism and comment are not an infringement of copyright. But with that being said, let's set sail on the virtual ocean. Let me welcome you to the show. 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 Show.
Welcome to episode 46 of the Virtual Ocean. That track right there is Lobby by Deep Cobra from the album Simulation from the Australian label Sunset Grid. Now, this album just came out um, in 2021, January 17, 2021. And we just, you know, what better way to welcome you to the third season slash iteration of the Virtual Ocean than with a beautiful, beautiful optimistic track like that from deep cobra um now we haven't done deep cobra on the show before and so we're pretty excited to see what they have in store um uh once again i am joined by my host brandon mattel should have given him a shout out earlier on but we're kind of redoing the format of the show a little bit kind of keeping it more focused on the music not too much plugging our instagram um we're not really going to be doing daily aesthetic art anymore I know we promised some merch, but that's kind of taking a backseat again because, look, we're kind of busy right now with doing multiple projects, and we just want a good time. We just want to listen to some Vaporwave. We want to listen to it with you guys. We want to just share this moment with you and nothing else, right? I mean, that's what the Virtual Ocean has always been about. It's about having some chill vibes, getting into some Vaporwave, and yeah, so let's go ahead and go to the second track titled Molly Millions.
and that second track is titled Molly Millions. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I guess it is like taking a million mollies, you know? I mean, I was, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, upbeat, pretty nice, uh, track there. I, I, I feel like a lot of what, uh, Deep Cobra is doing is building on, uh, what I like to say is the blank banshee template of Vapor Trap. And, um, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's a lot more, um, a lot more, uh, I'd say clubby, I guess, but it's not necessarily clubby. There's something about it that's, that's a little more digestible than what, like, Blank Banshee puts out, and I can really appreciate that. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on these two tracks? Yeah, I was going to follow up on that comment. I think it's I think it's mainly what kind of separates this from obviously being uh, more of a Blank Banshee-type uh, track is um, the fact that there is um, a little bit more of, like, a deeper arrangement, right? There was pretty obvious change-ups here, and I think... What I appreciated the most about Molly Millions was like, I feel like you can tell that this artist is like a percussionist and to some capacity. There's a lot of, a lot of rhythmic thing hap- rhythmic things happening. Like he was almost filling up every single partial of like the sixteenth note stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was a, it was it's almost like hard not to kind of like bob your head to it. Um, I would say I also appreciated like the griminess of it, um, which is I think is what kind of keeps it from feeling like a um, a club track. So yeah, yeah, I, I definitely um, I feel like if they're, I, I wonder if it's going to be like the same kind of feeling throughout the the whole project. Obviously, we have more to listen to, but yeah, so far I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm I'm liking it so far too. I think it's a really fun one, a uh, nice way to get back, ease back into this world of the virtual ocean of the vaporwave scene. So let's go ahead and go to the third track titled "Go Go Master."
Brandon, your thoughts on GoGo Master? Oh man, I'm fan, I'm a big fan of that one for sure. Um, that was a pop track to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, to kind of unpack it, um, I think what made this really strong was the combination of like um, really relaxed melodies and then like really upbeat drums, and I think that's what kind of made me a, a kind of an instant fan of this one. Um, the arrangement was great, um, and I think overall. Um, it was a really effective use of 808s. Uh, I, I we rarely hear that in Vaporwave. I think the last, I think the last time we heard it was probably our last Vapor Trap episode. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I feel like it was more used as like um, sub subsidiary thing where the 808 actually served like a really strong purpose in moving the track forward. Um, I'm a big fan of the flutes, and I'm just a big fan of like the vocal chops as well. And the song too obviously makes you. And reminds you of a bit of a go-go dancers and stuff like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it that's a really fun one. I think, I think my impression of this album so far is that it is easy on the ears. You know, it's 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 a fun one to to listen to. And who says that like vaporwave can't go in that direction in in twenty twenty one? And you know, you and I were talking about this before this episode started that there was like some drama going on with some of the vaporwave creators um, this past month. Um, to be honest, me and Brandon kind of like, we kind of blocked that out. We don't really follow a lot of the stuff that's going on with the drama. And I know that there's like a reputation with the vaporwave community of being toxic. And look for us, what we just want out of this scene is to find gems like this, you know, to just enjoy this and like put it out there in the world to give it a boost and let people know that this stuff is awesome. Right. And, you know, when I hear a track like this, I just like, like who cares about that stuff? You know, let's just, let's just, let's just listen to the music, you know, let's have fun with it. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and go to the next track titled Green Grass Forest.
so that track kind of reminded me of like that Manipools album. Very, very more traditional vapor trap with that one than the green grass forest. Here we are in the forest and you're hearing some some wind instruments, hearing a little flute, a little electronic flute, making you feel like you're just going through this film grained virtual forest. You're running through it. You run through it like a little like a little elf. <laughs> like a little night elf. It almost you know? feels like everything's flat, if that <clears throat> makes sense. Like when you're when you're walking through it, it's like you're walking through like an illustration. Yeah. Rather than like a three D space. Exactly. Like yeah. an illustration. Like like Mario Paint kind of thing. I don't know. It's very very interesting. What are your thoughts on that one? Um yeah, that definitely more of the traditional um vapor wave that we're used to hearing. But I would say still for this artist in particular, I think they take really good care of their mixes. Um, I feel like for a lot of the stuff we've heard before, especially with the ambient stuff, right? Obviously, all of that is about lushness and like kind of melting into the background. Where this is, there's very specific um, mix choices, in my opinion, being made here, and it's sounding like really sonically clear. So, I think um, I think I'm just a fan of that because I can feel like I can hear everything very clearly and kind of like piece together a more clear image of what the artist is trying to do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, that is Green Grass Forest. This next track is titled Smash Corners.
Smash Corners, you know? Um, I wonder if that's like a reference to Smash. Anything about that? Remind you of Smash Brothers? Uh, no, to be honest. It sounds, <laughs> sounds like a video game. Yeah, it doesn't um, sound like Smash, right? Yeah, I was expecting some Smash. Smash. No, no, no. Um, that was a nice one. Nice little, uh, nice little trippy, uh, in your face, nonstop, high tempo track right there. Let's go ahead and go on to the next one titled Air is Water.
Yeah, I feel like this is an album that makes me feel like doing something productive. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like um, I could probably write like a like a whole uh, like U.S. bill um, that I could send to Congress uh, without revision. I think I can get that done by listening to this album. Probably get those uh, those relief bills sent. Um, probably write. Yeah, I could probably just write a bill. You know, I'm not. I I don't work for Congress, but I this makes me feel like I have the energy to do that. It makes me feel like uh, I want to be part of the capitalist machine and uh, enslave my mind and labor uh, to a uh, to a product that uh, will not uh, benefit me, nor will I get the benefits of. Uh, that's what that, <laughs> that's what this album and that particularly that track made me feel. Uh, hence air is water. Cause <laughs> that didn't, that didn't make any sense. Uh, the air is water part. Yeah. Brandon, what do you think about that track right there? You good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think to your point, um, it's super trancy. Like it, it's really easy to get lost in this in this uh, sound that this artist is making. <laughs> um, overall, I think this one for sure is the most water-like. Uh, we everyone knows on the show that we like water, like music, and um, I, it it definitely made you feel like that. There was like a drowning sensation yeah. that you can kind of feel, but um, not like smothered or anything. Like I just felt like I was just kind of going along some strange rhythmic river and that's that's kind of how it felt and then four minutes passes by and then it's done yeah it's interesting because like water is literally in the air right in in gas form and um you know water symbolically in the subconscious uh mimology of vaporwave is is important because it represents the the eternal life that exists under all of the artificiality of vaporwave and <clears throat> very cool to see that included in this album and yeah let's go on to the next track titled puff
Ooh, never seen. So that track, we have the first time we're using like a vocal sample up front, right? Like that. And very interesting. Um, there are some EDM artists that that kind of reminds me of, but I just haven't listened to EDM in a long time to think of who that reminds me of. But yeah, you know, I think it's interesting when you find like these Vaporwave albums that kind of cross over into more of a dance uh, area because I think they're so related. But if you listen to a lot of early Vaporwave, there's almost like this uh, deliberate choice to not tread in that area. And over time, they just kind of started, you know, getting into that together. Um, And it's just... In 2021, it's interesting because, you know, the variations that you find will kind of more or less turn into this. Um, yeah. Uh, thoughts on that, Brandon? Yeah, I just uh, finished my autobiography on that. <laughs> um, that one, I think I think this latter half of the record is more like transient, kind of like very um, beating, like repetitive beating. Yeah. Um, and I think... I I feel like I'm getting a sense of this uh, artist's history as a musician. Um, there's a lot of strong production techniques that are happening just in terms of like uh, kind of blending everything together. There's sonic choices and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very taken aback by how intricate the arrangement is uh, so far. And it's, it's, painting very clear pictures and i think each one each track is is a standout on its own at, at, up to this point so yeah yeah absolutely it's a it's an interesting um take it's very uh it's, it's very it's simple in a way that i i feel like these are all separate ideas into one uh you know compiled into one album and um that's that's really how a lot of vaporwave artists kind of uh, come to their ideas. I mean, we could be wrong about this with uh, Deep Cobra, but from a listener's perspective, that's how it comes off to as uh, com- comes off to us as. And um, yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one for sure. Uh, let's go to the eighth track titled "Ninjas at Grandpa's Cabin." <laughs>
and that is Ninjas at Grandpa's Cabin. Uh, let's, just, let's just go ahead and finish off this album with the final track titled Enya Fresh. And that is Simulation by Deep Cobra. The album released January 21st, 2021. Sorry, January 17th, 2021. Um, final thoughts from me. Um, pretty fun one. Nice um, nice laid back album. That last track, I like the little hip hop breaks in that one. I, was, I wish we had a little more of that in the last few tracks. But overall, pretty uh, chill album. Chill in terms of like, 
uh, you know, dance, uh, kind of a dancey vaporwave um, album that you can get. Like the aesthetics of it, I like the commitment to the um, just the nostalgic uh, elements in it. I like the album cover a lot, and hey, man, like you just can't go wrong with playing something like this while you're doing something productive. I mean, it just feels like a really uh, an album that kind of makes you focus. You know, just something about the percussion in the back that just puts you in the zone. And <clears throat> yeah, pretty solid album. I would recommend it to, I'd say my recommendation is for the casuals. You know, if you're trying to get someone into uh, Vaporwave and they don't know what it is, this is a nice album to get them a little more affiliated with uh, the easier sounds of it. And yeah, those are my final thoughts. Brandon, your thoughts on Deep Cobra's Simulation? Yeah, um, that was a super classy way to end in a record. Um, you don't get many fade outs like that in uh, in pop music nowadays, or just even music in general. Most of the time, it's so just, true. It just kind of cuts off, or it just kind of tails off as a reverb. So, I think um, I think overall, I'm just like very impressed with just the production and sound design of the whole record. Um, like Jarrell said before, it's a very digestible um, sonic palette i would say so if you are trying to get someone into vaporwave definitely show them this record um i think again i'm just impressed with how each track does kind of stand out on its own and it's um it's not like super abrasive as as vaporwave can get sometimes um which you know i'm all for i'm all for experimentation and stuff like that but i think it's kind of nice when we get to open up an, a, a record without any expectations and then it just turns out to be like a pleasant listen through you know you can really kind of pick out certain elements in the tracks and you can you know find certain things that you really like about it and uh yeah overall it's it's a, it's a very solid production wise and uh, like i said to reiterate like that's very hard to do with music that is digestible if that makes sense like it's hard to mm, make arrangements hit home without being too boring or too bland and i think that this was just the right amount of um taking from those vaporwave inspirations and then just kind of putting a little bit of music theory behind it and, and arrangement and it overall i just had a big big blast uh, it was a big pleasure to really listen to for sure all right and yeah everyone that is deep cobra simulation thank you so much for selling with us and listening it to with us together you can find deep cobra on instagram at smart animal and twitter.com slash deep underscore cobra and the bandcamp is deepcobra.bandcamp.com. Go give some support. Go ahead and check out the Sunset Grid uh, music label. And yeah, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, everybody. Love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Raise the davit. Get these folks on board. How are we looking today, sir? Skies are clear and the o ocean vast. I think, I, I think, I think we should go where our hearts take us.